you can make a difference, whether you're a track owner, a fan, a race car driver, a sponsor, like you have a part in this huge world that we have. Ladies and gentlemen, you wanted it, you got it. The place for the untold, real, raw, and juicy stories of dirt track racing, it's Dirt Track Confessions. And now here's your host, Mandy Pouch-Mahaney. Here we go, now we're good. How's the fizz, do you like it? Yeah, it's not bad, not bad. You split it between the two of us, so yeah. we're good. Hey, there you go. Are we in? We're in business? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Dirt Track Confessions. If you are watching, welcome to our new podcast room. Worked hard on this. Yes, we yes. are straight to the penthouse here. Um, <laughs> we're moving up. We got our own up. fireplace. It's a fireplace. We've got um, Jeff. So Keith Bogut's brother, uh, he made this incredible table for us for specifically for this podcast. And uh, unfortunately, we lost Jeff. Um, Two two months ago, about two three months ago, unfortunately, this time uh, this was this was a neat opportunity. He always come up with some really really neat ideas. Hand painted man, he hand painted this. Very uh, artistic, very very impressive. This is definitely something that I am not that classic to do, (laughs) but I'm grateful that um, Jeff finished this and he got it to us, and we were able to present it to you guys. So I know he's watching over us, and he's loving this because that's all he wanted was to give us this table. So thank you, Jeff. Um, So. Billy and I were kind of discussing some ideas, like what can we talk about podcast-wise, and I mean, now is a really solid time to be talking about, like, working together to make our sport better. Agreed. Agreed. Especially, like, okay, it's it's the off-season, but, okay, yeah, there really isn't an off-season, but now is the time to evaluate this past season and see how we can move forward and improve. So... It's all about seeing, I always, uh, this conversation came up, right? So I was talking to some people and they're like, you know, rain outs change, right? People complain when places rain out and stuff, but your hourly apps make you not want to do something. And then even if it's an overcast day, promoters can lose money. Oh yeah. If they open oh, their yeah. doors, doesn't mean they're making money. Mm-hmm. So they got to figure out what makes sense and what not. Um, I guess that's kind of a hot topic this year because we literally got destroyed with rainouts this year, like 25 yeah. rainouts or something yeah. like that. Um, was insane. So as every as the world evolves, the racing evolves. I think it comes back to we also need to look at uh, look at each other, right, and say, okay, how do we make its best um, work for everything, right? So there's a big split right now, and kind of a hot topic we're on sprint cars, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, high limit racing versus World of Outlaw. Mm, so, yes. you know, they're out there trying to, you know, the, the rumblings is they're trying to outdo each other, right? Instead of working together. So mm-hmm. is it going to help or hurt us? The money's there, but can the money be sustained, right? Um, I heard a fact the other day, um, you know, it was like one. Do I fact check you on this? Well, <laughs> Yeah, so so her <laughs> next guests are coming down there. Actually, Brett Thayer told me this one. Um, there was one one million minutes viewed on flow of of dirt modified short track racing, like all together, all together okay. by individuals. So that was pretty That's pretty impressive. It sounded like a heck of a number. Yeah, um, you know, which is great. But how do we derive that to make sure that people are coming in the stands? Right. So the flow mm-hmm. contracts are great. The Duravision are great. We're not going to get into the dollars and cents because really, really, so that's not our place. People got to stay in business. But they yeah. also, you know, when you bring a series in, you also need to 
put in people in the stands because that uh, that flow, that dirt vision, that that also hurts your crowd, especially on weather specific. Weather and weekday racing is what does does you in. Well, I remember um, when we were at World Finals, I was chatting up with Brian Carter, who's one of the like CEOs, co-owners of World Racing Group, who World of Outlaws, Super Dirt Car Series, and the weather was kind of kind of iffy, you know, because it was like sunny. I think it was it was warm at the beginning of the week, and then it got really cold, and chance of rain, all this stuff, and so I'm talking to him. I'm like, yeah, but you know, overcast is like mint racing like that is perfect and he's like yeah but fans want sunshine and warmth and I'm like okay so there's the catch 22 you're, you're always battling the weather but like you were kind of pointing out is it 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 sucks so bad is I know for the rest of my life is as long as the Freedom 76er and the Fonda 200 are on the same damn weekend like I have to choose well yeah so it's overbooking each other right yeah. so there's only so many many conversations in cars, right? And, and what makes sense. Um, you know, you get a rain out, they book against each other, they do this. They try not they to. Try not they to, try right? not the to, right? The big races is what we're really talking about, right? Yeah. And then there's the logic, you know, I've heard from a lot of little guys, right? They dodge competition. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this one's going to show up, that one's going to show up, right? I don't know about this year, I wasn't as fast as I'd like to be, but for a couple of years, they're like, oh, we go here because you're not going to be there. And I'm like, really? Um, Good to know. Now it's more like, you know, Matt Shepard's going to be there. I'm not going because uh, yeah. then I've shot the win. And, yeah. you know, you always think you could beat everyone that doesn't come into your plays, but sometimes you got to think about it. So, um, overall, I, you're just trying to make things work that make sense, right? The biggest thing I learned this year is you can have friends in racing. You can all be together to make this sport successful. But at the end of the day, it's most for people it's a hobby but it's also you got to stay in business it is a small business right um i you know you know when people go well why don't you go to the i'm just going to use these races and they're both great races let's say the fonda 200 over the freedom 76 right i don't have motel rooms i have one day show where i burn three tires up yes the purse mid pack is not near good enough what it needs to be and the redraw for and the redraw is 27 so and it is what it is right yeah um, a, and Fonda pays a lot better, right? Yeah, it does pay better low. through the pack, mm-hmm. but you have your motel bills for two days. You have eight tires. More than, because I think Fonda now, don't they practice on Thursdays? Yeah, so it'll be Thursday and Friday Three days. Night. Three, three days there. Three days. But you got to look, Still. you got to look at what makes sense. And that's mm-hmm. where I, I think they're working together. Um, I'm hearing a lot more people collaborating, um, than Jeez. I've heard in years past, um, which is really great to hear. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that leads to better things. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's what one can only hope. You know, you know, each track wants to be better than the other track and and flourish. But we all have to work together. And I, we just keep using the Freedom 76 and the Fond 200 because for years it's it's just been that date. Like the Freedom 76 has been that date for longer than I've been around. So, you know, that date is that track and um, world finals. You know, that date is that the first weekend in November. So there are tracks that like, it's a dead set date. And if you're, if you're willing to toss a coin and hope that you get people to show up, like that's, that's great. But at the same time, it, it would just be nice if we could just work on our schedules, have collaborate together. Don't put rain dates on top of each other. I mean, this I think was the second year modified wise, the super Dirt car series and the short track super series. <laughs> yes. Short track super series. We're working together. Mouthful. We're working yes, together. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. No, I think that's uh, that's really a key to it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, old school versus new school, right? So there's not many people that love this sport as much as I do. Full disclosure. I mean, my wife will tell you that too. So, um, but I also look forward to a Saturday night off once oh, a month. Amen. Yes. Um, you know, I was reading an article the other day on a track that came out. I was like, we're going to run every Saturday night, just give one off for this and that, even with midweek shows. And I'm like, ugh, I don't know if I want to do that, right? Like, we start, we're going to start in February. We're going to kick back up here March 9th, and we're going to run through the first week of November. Mm -hmm. I'd like a weekend off, right? You know, um, there's a lot of things, and, you know, this might be another topic, actually, which you should really reach out to. It would actually be really good if you could get Jacob Allen on here. He stepped off the oh, World of Outlaw tour. I want to, absolutely. Um, just for mental golden. mental health, you know what I mean? And that kind of derives into what you say here um, is where we need to work. Um, you know, we started off with tracks, but it's all kind of also getting a little feed for the racers, man. You know, what, what makes sense, too. Well, if you think about it, we, like I always tell people, like we are the entertainment, and I always say, me, I'm, I'm ca- I always categorize myself as a driver, but we are the entertainment, and any sport, you know, football, basketball, baseball, wrestling, like they are practicing every day, twenty four seven, not twenty four seven, but like every single day, they are putting hours in, and um, but the thing is too is eventually they get burnout. Yeah. However, what is like. How old do athletes retire typically? Uh, probably about my age. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I actually had this conversation the other day, and I'm not going to go on record of it, right? Like, so I started at 15, so I'm going on 20 years. And I actually mm-hmm. said, I said, I, like 25, I'm really thinking about going back to being just like a Saturday night Louie. And there's nothing wrong with this, right? I don't yeah. want to call it a Louie. I just want to call it a Saturday night driver, right? Where I don't chase everything up and down the world. It's really great. I'm fortunate we can do it. But it puts a toll on you, right? Yeah. Like it's mental stability. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I'm doing it right now while I can. Uh, but there's also a point in your life where you look around and say, "Okay, did I miss anything else?" Right? Like we love the sport, we absolutely adore it. Doesn't mean we're getting out of it. Just means we might change our direction a little bit. Yeah. You hope there's youth behind you to keep it going, but you just don't know, right? But that's the whole key, right? Um, as I said, it's it's just making everything make sense for everybody. And existence and not getting upset at people when they might not make the decision you want mm-hmm. is key, right? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get better at <sighs> public relations is a huge thing, but I'm also trying not to put negative public relations on people that don't yes. really deserve it, right? Like, so right. if there's moves I make that are vetted, but I don't want that other person to be beat up, mm-hmm. sometimes I just don't post it. It's not yeah. that I don't want to do it. It's just that I... I still really like that person. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean I don't like them. It just means it's a business decision, right? Yeah. And business decisions are the way it goes. But that doesn't mean that guy can't. That person can't be your best friend. No. You just don't go down that road so people can beat it. And that's the change in the philosophy of it, right? I feel like that actually brings to one of my points is, like, as a fan, as a driver, work like you can be oh. such an a valid like avenue and a promoter for our sport, for your local racetrack, for the events. Like you're saying, like, I know it's so much easier said than done, but instead of posting negativity and, like, pushing people away, like, you have, maybe you have 400 friends on Facebook or 1,000 or 10,000 friends on Facebook. Like, if you can just say, like, hey, reshare, I don't know, Bridgeport Speedway's post that, Actually, I think I just saw Action Track already announced their uh, their net, their opening day. Like, I mean, 
it's far in advance. Yeah, for me. but you like share but it. Share it, promote it, because you have a market of people you can tap into for our racing world to promote. So like you can be a positive influence in our sport more than you know. Yeah. Um, and then that's the key, right? So the conversation is down the road and whatnot, you know, but people look at stuff, right? So Social media is what it is. I don't want to get into social media. We really got into a different topic here, right? Yeah. But they do look at how much your post is shared, how much is mm-hmm. done, how much is out there. People are watching. Um, people are watching, watching, right? Like, we kind of built it to a presence, right? Like, so I, I posted something the other day, and it was like 110,000 people viewed it, right? Like, which is wild to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that aspect of what makes sense. But we also need to make sure we're doing the right thing. So you try to tag in the series, you try to tag in your sponsors, you try to do what's right for what's in that world. Yeah. So, um, another thing you kind of were, you're, you're like walking around it for me earlier is the live streaming. Now I know, listen, I am all for every live streaming platform out there. However, like in the perfect Mandy world is we have one main live streaming platform. Because I don't know if you were there for this conversation, but at Wall the other weekend, we're at Wall Stadium for the Turkey Derby, and we had someone walk up to us. And I mean, they're in the asphalt world. They have no, I mean, they have connections in dirt, but like no one to really need to keep up with. And he's like, yeah, you know, um, I love that Modifieds are on on flow because... I, like he's already on flow and he's there watching like the asphalt modifieds and it yeah. it helps put our tiny little niche of modifieds on a bigger picture and it really helps us tap into more fans because like there's already fans but you know I I just it, I feel like I'm walking on eggshells with this one because I'm grateful for every platform we have it's a tough conversation right yes. like um you know going into 2024 or I don't even know what the year is. Um, you got to look at this stuff, right? So that was one of the conversations I had when you're considering where you're going, right? Like, is there a live stream? Mm-hmm. You know, flow obviously comes to mind, dirt vision, dirt track digest, yep. but flow, whatever is the dominant conversation, right? Yeah. So that weighs in on my decision because if someone can't come watch me race, they can watch me on flow. Yeah. Yes. It hurts the track, but it helps me. Um, mm-hmm. So where do you draw a line? Right. I think it's a mixed match of both. Um, I think everything kind of flows together and what makes sense. We've got to do what's right for us and they got to do what's right for them to be successful. What it is now. I know I did a podcast way earlier this year and I, I explained how each different um, platform, the tracks make different commission and rates, right? So like, I know some are better for uh, the track to make money versus another one, if that makes sense. However, I'm now thinking, well, I understand the money concept a thousand percent. Like we can't survive without the money. We can't race without the money, but they need to start thinking about how they can tap into more people than just our modified world. Yes. So we lack of personalities, lack of getting people involved. I mean, we're trying, right? Like Mm -hmm. we're doing really good, but our show's got to be run better. Right. I mean, when we went to a track this past week and not knocking on my, I'll go back again, but it was a seven hour show. You don't oh want to God. see something in seven hours. You went three hours. 
So what they do on a Saturday night, I love, right? They qualify at 5.30, time trial. They take a six to seven break. You can do that. Mm-hmm. Seven o'clock, feature start. So if oh, you're please. at the beach, you can go there. You race, you're done at 9.30. Yeah. That, to me, is the existence of what it is. It is a short attention span. If anybody knows me, I have really, really short attention span. Uh, yeah. I get aggravated and get mad really fast. Not with that. You don't ever see that. But I meant, like, just watching stuff. So figuring out how to run something efficient with working together to make sure that we don't have to make decisions that aren't right. Yeah. I mean, you go to, uh, it's different because you have some races where they have like 20 divisions and it's like, are you kidding me? We're going to be here forever. We're like three hours away from home. Or you're going to have the tracks that, well, we got to do track prep and um, sell hot dogs. Yeah. So it's like, okay. But People are just there to be entertained. At the end of the day, they're there to be entertained. They don't need to sit and watch the grader go around the track. Like, get your shit together. Exactly. With Mandy said, right? So mm-hmm. we're there to be entertained and enjoy and try to make sure everything's efficiently right, yeah. right? If I'm going to drive six hours round trip to see a race, I want to see a good dang race. Yeah. Um, it's the whole key. So what I really liked, and I actually got in the conversation with Mike about this last night, is you would probably remember more than me. It's been a while, but um, it sparked my interest again was, okay, how can tracks be open to conversation with their fans and their drivers and their employees? Like, you know, we all, this is all about working better together. What I always loved was, wasn't it like once a year in the winter, New Egypt used to have like a, like a one night, everyone comes to like the firehouse or something because Mike Bruno, who just uh, is taking over airborne running it next year, a few weeks ago, he had a meeting. Everyone was welcome from fans to owners to drivers. And I mean, he had it all mapped out, but it was genius because he wanted everyone's opinions and like working together. Like, where do you feel we needed to improve? This is what we're going to do. We're going to try this, see how it goes. And, you know, of course, you're going to get feedback that you're not going to want. But like, I wasn't this, I wasn't there. This was Mike's conversation. He was like, you know, this is the list. And then wait until I'm done talking. And then if you have something, raise your hand or something like if tracks could do that in the off season and allow their locals and their people that have something to say, or is there, this is what I really want to ask Brett Deo is like, is there a place where people not just fans, but drivers can submit like opinions or suggestions that maybe the regular eye might not be seeing. That's not a bad thought. You don't want to see some of the suggestions or things you get. So, um, yeah, you gotta, you gotta advice, right? You're not going to take everyone's advice. Everyone's going to be mad. Everyone's going to go this, you know, um, from the inner rumblings, it sounds like little town might not be opening. Um, I'm pretty certain actually, uh, from the sounds of it, from the locals, right? So there's a track that's got all the history. They tried to change, but didn't figure it out, right? Yeah. Like they not, tried a lot. They tried a lot of stuff. Give them an A for credit, but at the end of the day, there's two things you need, right? You need a good surface and an efficient show. Yeah. Key to everything. You yep. can put a million dollars on something, but you can't charge seventy five bucks to come in. People won't come <sighs> out. No. It's just the, it's just the nature of it. So the world is about learning from your mistakes and learning from what happened. So hopefully excuse me, as I kind of um, go through, um, you can pick up what people made mistakes on and try to proceed and make things better. Yeah, because, like, I I told you, we discussed it when I got back. I loved was 
uh, the World Racing Group, they sat down with their, you know, their Platinum Super Dirt Car Series drivers and listened to them, literally listened to them and was like, what do you think we should improve? This is what we're going to do. How do you feel about this? How do you feel about that racetrack? Like, that is what we need. We need to collaborate and come together. And listen, you don't have to take everyone's advice. You're not going to be able to please them all, but you have to try something because you can be stubborn headed as much as you want and your track can close down tomorrow. Got to be open communication, right? Yeah. Like, you know, um, this conversation this morning, right? So not, I'll not put it out there, but I'm, I'm going to do Volusia this year, right? So I just felt whether, whether I needed to or not, I felt like I called the promoter of the Short Track Super Series and I said, hey, you know, I said, this is not knocking you. This is just a bucket list thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean I don't support Dark Car for that. I just can't do two weeks in Florida, full disclosure. So I had to pick one this <laughs> yeah. year. Um, it's not knocking you. It's just something I've always wanted to do, right? Yeah. Like, and he's like, no, I get it. It's I was respectful. like, you know, it's respectful. Like, right? Mm-hmm. I said, I'm not knocking you not to support you. It's because I'm doing it because it's something we've always wanted to do. Yeah. It might not ever come down again that we can do this. So let's do this now while we can. Yeah. So... Um, quickly going back to, um, you know, taking people's opinions. So this has happened to me, I think twice, it's been a while, but, um, you know, instead of it's, it's so easy, especially I hate even talking about social media. Sometimes it's so easy with social media to just, like you said, post your opinion about someone, something, something that happened. Everyone wants to give their opinion nowadays, but if there was an avenue, an outlet for people to submit you know, whatever it is they want to say. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, it's... It, it, instead of instead of putting your dirty laundry out <clears throat> into the atmosphere of social media, like, what happened to me was... I'm trying to think of two instances. One, it was a few years ago, I tweeted. And this is when I'm like, yeah. no one sees my tweets, right? I tweeted saying something of the lines of, like, you know, it, it's really frustrating how... Um, in the grandstands, some tracks don't have a smoking section, yep. right? Like, I'm not going to dive into it. But, like, I was frustrated because I'm I'm with my nephew at a racetrack, and there's a guy in front of me smoking, and everyone's like, oh, you can move. And I'm like, that's not the point. The point is, you know, but should I have just gone to, like, the promoter or the track owner and said, like, listen, like, this is how I feel? Take it or leave it, you know? But I posted it, and then I got shit back. From the track. Okay, well, lesson learned, right? Yep. And then the other one was I tweeted and I complained about um, charging kids full price in the pits. Now, this is like yeah. in, in states where you can take yep, kids like in the infants yep. that can't even watch the race in the pits. And I tweeted about it. And it was so funny because I went, I think it was like months later, I went to apply to get credentials and I got denied. I was like, what the hell? And I called and I called and I finally got a hold of someone and they're like, yeah, we really didn't like that tweet you did a couple months ago. I'm like, shit. So it came back on It comes back and haunts you, right? But like, we all have an opinion, right or wrong, but to prevent people like me and other people, like if I can do it, other people will Other people can, right? I mean, you're in a different thing, right? Like you got a lot of followers, a lot of this, a lot of people eyes on it, right? Um, but there's a, there's a more respectful, there's a more way. respectful way to do it. Right. You got to figure yes. out what's right to do and what's wrong. Yeah. Now, full disclosure. She obviously, she's, oh the, she's the younger of the two. She wasn't around for smoking sections back in the early nineties when her dad smoked. So she, <laughs> she missed that part uh, of it. That's why I don't complain. Cause it does not smell like the old smoking sections yeah. for those that are remember those. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but it's just working together making things work. Um, yeah. Cause that's, that's how, 
you know, the, the businesses and the tracks that die are the ones that, I don't want to say they didn't try, but they didn't, they weren't open for improving. Touche. You yep. know, they weren't yep. open to suggestions. And so be open to suggestions. Know that you can make a difference, whether you're a track owner, a fan, a race car driver, a sponsor, like you have a part in this huge world that we have. Why are you smiling? I'm just laughing. No, it's all good. She's right. She's 100% right. Um, <laughs> you just you, you make a character. Do it, do it right. Try to work together. Try to make things right. Um, right or wrong. I think uh, Mandy's very smart with this part of it. And, and she learned from some of the lessons that she said over the years. Yeah, so. that's, that's how you learn. That's how you that learn. That's how you so. learn. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening in. I hope you enjoy this. Please listen, like it, share it on your social medias. Send it to your racetracks. Send it to whomever you know that you're like, you know what? You need to listen to this, and we need to start making changes. So thank you, and thank you, Billy, for hopping on. Well, thank you very much. I am Billy Pouch without the hyphenate in here. Um, <laughs> you know, I was thinking the other day. I don't have the hyphenate. going to get really on there. I have a space. What? So it doesn't think come. Why do you say Mandy Pouch Mahaney? Why is it Mandy Mahaney Pouch? Because it's M before P. <laughs> it's your maiden name first. Okay, because I was thinking about that the other day. <laughs> It'd be like if A, B, if C, Michelle... D usually go this way, oh, right? Yes. Okay, so. But if Michelle got married, well, she did. Yeah, she, she did. did I was going to say, Jesus but Christ. It's, it wouldn't be Pouch Dysart. It's, oh, okay. it's, it's my first name, and then it's like, okay, because hey. that makes no sense in the yeah. alphabetical scheme. Okay, there's my answer to that, this but is, I am Billy Pouch is... without a hyphen A, and this is Dirt Track Conventions. And, and I'm this gonna is kick why guys don't change their last names. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you. Have a great day. <laughs>